And welcome back to another edition of the Los Ponies Podcast. As always, I'm joined by my trusty co-host, the newly moved out of uh, a three-mile radius out of Los Alamitos for the first time in his life. Woo! Curtis Streaks. Curtis, how you doing? I'm driving up and down that 605 between here and Arcadia now, but <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's, uh, I, yeah, think, I, I had a nice commute for a long time. What Didn't all your 34 years in this earth, did you live within three miles of, of Los Alamitos, like five miles? Yeah, after I moved out of my parents' house, uh, we just moved down the, the street there, actually even closer on Bloomfield, <laughs> and so that, that was, I don't know, I cut a, another two minutes off the drive, and so yeah, it's even closer, but now I made the big move, and got it. I mean, it's getting hotter, and I'm starting to it feel is. we're not we're not by the beach up there anymore. No. It's about 10 degrees hotter, so I'm sweating today. Yeah, you're sweating, and of course, you ran into traffic. Welcome to my world, my friend. <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, before we get into Saturday night's program at Los Alamitos, which features trials at the Governor's Cup Futurity, uh, I wanted to talk about Friday, Friday nights. We're recording this after Friday night's races. We're putting in the overtime. Mm-hmm. Professor G needs to either stock up more sodas or or maybe buy a pizza. Throw in a pizza every night. Yeah, I mean, pretty much they're going to shut the lights off here yeah. on, on the track. The tractors are going to have to throw the lights on because uh, everything's been done for I a good 20 a vac- minutes now. I see a vacuum around me. I might have to start <laughs> vacuuming here. To, to do yeah, we'll take the trash out <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah, we'll try to do something. But I was going to mention Saturday, Friday nights. Uh, last, uh, the last race on Friday night was the Big Blue Overnight Handicap. I was expecting a big race out of out of Ali Bay Foos, uh, who remember that breakout win on the two million trials night. Yeah, came back won by like three lengths. Yeah, and then came back and ran a good second behind Flash and Roll. I was expecting a very good effort tonight. Broke clean. I liked his chances, but then kind of flattened out. But what a performance! From Tequila Sangria from the rail. Yeah, that's a horse I was pretty high on last year. We kind of had to wait a while. She for, looked like uh, a monster on debut. Yeah, for, for Castleman to yeah. break that horse out. And uh, came out this year, and I didn't expect, to, you know, I thought she'd be all right, but I didn't expect a performance like we saw on Friday night. I mean, that was impressive. Final eight, 9.45. Wasn't really asked in the final yards. Jesus Ayala with the big wig win here. A home break for Dr. Steve Burns uh, by favorite cartel. What a year he's had uh, with two year olds, and now he's got a nice three year olds here uh, out of Why Not Bar by Treeks, Chicks Beduino. So, very, very sharp win by Tequila Sangria. Yeah, I was uh, not expecting her, like I said, to, to break out like that. We pretty much thought it was going to be a Jaime Gomez show there. I with really Bay thought, yeah. and Dexter, I mean, they pretty much took all the money. And SC Coronada, who had just uh, ran a pretty good race, putting the flipping altar for the first time. Uh, Ali Bay Foose lugged out and kind of bumped uh, the five there uh, around the eighth pole. And Dexter just got up there for, for second there. But, yeah, along the inside... Just, just all, all Castleman just blew him away from the rail. Yeah, that was that was quite a sight to see. All right, Saturday night, we have. I want to ask you about some of this crazy NBA offseason. We'll save mm. that for the after show. I mean, it's juicy. I mean, I can't. It just remember, keeps going. I can't remember an offseason like this one. It's 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 crazy. <laughs> we'll talk about that in the after show. Let's get down to business. Saturday night, eight races on the program, seven trials. So that means the first race. It's going to be around the hook, Curtis. Around the hook, we're going four and a half furlongs for a conditional claiming tag of five thousand uh, dollars. Nice purse of thirteen grand. We got a field of six at the post. Who'd you pick here in race numero uno? Uh, we might have saw it the, pretty much the same way. I'm going with the four. Yes. I'm going as a rule here for Angie. Uh, last time out, got bumped twice. 
away from the gate and still rallied on. You know, you don't expect to see that out of a horse uh, that, that needs to be on the lead to win. So, I mean, racing in really sharp form right now. I don't see a whole lot of other horses with speed. So, uh, her and Barrington Harvey should have this horse out there on the front end. I think they're going to be trying to catch him. Yeah, as a rule, looks like a, like a tough horse there. Not only on paper, but also based on, on where this one is drawn. Drawn right, you know, towards the middle part of the gate there in post number four. Uh, I think that's going to give this one a good options there to break sharp and get a good trip. For second, I'll go to the five. Millie Joel, bit of a price, eight to one here. Uh, this one for uh, the Justin Clark barn. Just never really leveled out. They didn't look comfortable in that event. I expect a better effort here from Millie Joel. I think this one can run much better than the fifth place that shows last time out was out of the same common racer, same common race as as a rule. Ramon Gusa jumps aboard for the first time. I think Ramon's going to be a little bit more aggressive here. Mm -hmm. uh, Millie Joel, watch out for the eight to one upset there. And, and then I'll go for the six for third. Halo Girl, first off the claim for Sergio Morfin, Juan Sanchez. He's been on a tear. Uh, whether it's winning races or just hitting the board seconds and try and seconds and thirds for the ex exactts and trifectas, he's hitting at a very very nice clip. You got a sharp barn. Uh, owner that does well so halo girl with that outside definitely looks like a like a contender as well yeah so, pretty simple I'll, I'll do four five six yeah i like the six for second as well i think should improve here with sergio uh juan sanchez like you said been on fire here gonna be looking to close down the lane then i'm gonna go back to an old friend i'm yeah, gonna go to the two yeah. slightly this one's gonna pick up edgar payer so it's been with minor a lot then it goes to salvador iniguez got sandwiched at the start last time but i think this is one that could be a little more forwardly placed than the rest so it could sit a nice trip and get first run with pyrus aboard so i'll go four six two and i'll go four five six i like that we both have a couple of eight to one shots there <laughs> in the mix all right we get down to the show what we have been waiting for by the way um is there anything on the line on this consensus? Oh, of course. There'll be pizza on the line. Right. The belt's on the line. I'll have, to I'll have to text George if we want to do another pizza on this one. I'm sure he'll be ready to fire right back. <laughs> I mean, he, he hasn't beat you yet. Not yet. So you know he's thirsty for Am to I 2-0 or 3-0 against him? I don't know. Might be 2-0? I think 2-0. I don't know, but you haven't lost yet. Not haven't lost so yet. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, you know, George is always going for those long shots, so yes. he likes to go for the knockout punch. Well, I have a couple of prices that I like on this card. All I, think right. I think it's going to be a good betting card. And right off the bat in race number two, the first trial of the night. Let's kick it off. Right off, right off the bat. I, I got a little overzealous last week, okay. and, I, and I went with the lock in the first race. So I'll wait one. Okay. I'm going to go to the two, Diamond Rock. All right, all for right. For Jose Flores, a horse that was just sizzling in the first two races. Yes. Then it got into kindergarten. And it just had an awkward start there. The jock kind of was, was thrown around at the start there. So just eliminate that one. And this horse has sizzled in both previous starts. I'm going to go off of this horse has run faster times than the five up and coming. And I also am going to put it on that up and coming did win last time. We know that horse can finish, but didn't qualify. Yes. So that's kind of my knock against this horse. Yes, up and coming did win, but it didn't run fast enough to qualify. So I haven't seen Diamond Rock go 350, but I mean, this horse has uh, just been a bullet out of the gate so far. I think uh, it'll have no problem going away. And so it, I, I like it's well drawn uh, between two horses that I don't really like at all. So uh, we'll see if he can get out there and hold off the five. We both agree that two Diamond Rock is my top pick. Those first two starts, we got a glimpse of not only how well he can break, but also how he can finish past the, past the wire. Exactly. So we, we, are, we always thought that this horse was going to, be good as his distances got longer and tonight gets an extra 50 yards 
And that tells you how tough this quarter horse game can be, right? Look like a star in first two starts. You get to the big final, $361,000 purse, blew the start. Exactly. It's just, this, this game could be heartbreaking. Yeah, I mean, that's the case. You have all these horses that come in undefeated, and then only one of them could still walk out undefeated when it, when it happens like that. So just draw a line through that, and I still like them. Yeah, Diamond Rock definitely looks like a top pick there. Up and coming, definitely looks like a top contender. 6-5 to five in the morning for Chris O'Dell. 2 for 2 undefeated, and has looked good there in both roles. Stretch, uh, striding out there good past the finish. 17.88 was the clocking last time out. And then going to go to the sixth, Giacomo Blue as, as a long shot here uh, by Walk Through Fire out of that uh, good mare that we remember, Amorila Blue. We kind of start to feel old when we remember these mares running. Yeah, these yeah. are the daughters of the, the two-year-olds. We like, I mean, this, <laughs> this is how that Blue's girl's family. This is the daughter of those. <laughs> yes, exactly. And Giacomo Blue showed a little bit of talent on debut. Getting, game second at 14-1 to one behind Old Blue Shirt. Then came back and ran... A big green there, finishing fifth, but only beating half a length mm -hmm. uh, behind Old Blue Shirt in the trials. So watch out for the six. Carlos Huerta, first time up. Carlos in a good role in the last couple of weeks, last month or so. Uh, so I'll go two, five, and six here in race number two. Yeah, we got the same exacta. I'm just going to go to a horse I picked uh, for third in the uh, in the other, the last trials there. I'm going to Hawks Valentine on the outside. I'm just looking for the same trip again. Kind of that, that old EG high outside post. Yes. Just break quick and uh, you'll see that, that strong lug in like you see when they're running out of their minds. This one uh, did exactly what I wanted it to last time, but just uh, ran third behind Mental Air and Terrifier. So I think it uh, draws another good post on uh, Saturday night. There you go. I'll go 256. 257. Race number three. Uh, second trial of the night. We are going 350 yards. We got a field of seven in this event. And I've got a price in here, but I'll let you go first here. Who'd you like in race number three? We might be on the same horse. I'm going to go to the five on top for Cattail Cove and your man Juan Alamon. Do you have him anywhere? I have him for second. Okay. This is going to be a juicy trial and juicy trial. Yeah, I, I thought this horse uh, was a lot better than looked. You know, got bumped at the start, came in and bumped again and finished uh, a, a pretty good second. Only lost by a length there. Has every right to improve second timeout. But I look at this field and I just like... I don't see anybody I'm really scared of, so that's why I just figured I, I would take a shot on a horse I think could improve. You know, favorite cartels are always doing well, so I'm going to try and get a 6-1 to one shot here in the wow. third. Wow, I'm going to toss the 1 as well. I don't know if you're tossing the 1, but I'm playing Not completely. All right. Not completely. I'm playing against the 1 as well. Wrong impression, first time gelding. I'm going to the 7, Rattlesnake Ridge, a previous two-time lock of the night that has let me down. And you're still going to go with I'm go it? I'm not giving Hasn't up. Hasn't broken your heart yet? No, especially at 8-1. to one. I have <laughs> to go back. And this one is taking the blinkers off. I'm going to tab him as my official long shot of the night there. Uh, check Mario on top, Randall Snake Ridge. I was just, I've been impressed since that workout back in April, April 27th. Just striding out well past the finish, not being asked. And I think 350 yards could be what he wants. And hopefully the blinkers off and draw on the outside can wake him up. Hopefully he stays straight. He doesn't veer out like he did on debut mm -hmm. from that outside draw. Right. So Rattlesnake Ridge is going to be a top pick. Cattail Cove, my second choice. Good second, like you mentioned. And uh, finishing well there in 1591. Definitely looks like a horse that's going to improve. Good breeding. Very cartel out of Katie Catella. We know the, the that mare as well. And then for third, I'll go to Bono is good. A two-horse here. For uh, Scott Willoughby, Vinny Bednar, 
comes out of that same race as Amir Felix. Uh, but this one had a little bit more trouble out of the gate and still managed to pick up third place in, in that event. Only missed second by a nose. So I think the two can turn the tables on the three. I'll let the one beat me in this spot. Uh, I'm not so confident about the rail. That could be a little bit of trouble for this one. So I'm going to try to beat the one. I'm going to go seven, five, two here in race number three. Yeah, I'm throwing the one in there for third. But yeah, again, I'm going to try and beat him. If the five doesn't run, I'm going to go to the three. Amir Felix here was ballered early and best of the rest against Teapot. Uh, lost a wrong impression there mm -hmm. uh, in the in the debut, but lugged in, bumped in. It had to be DQ'd there all the way down to sixth place. But I think this one could take another step forward here with a clean trip. And then I'm going to go to the one wrong impression. I'm going to play the first time gelding angles. Mm -hmm. uh, two back, you know, got bothered to start and rallied. And last time out, improved position went from seventh to fourth, uh, made up three quarters there. I like that Bono is good, is drawn between the one and the three because I, I didn't, I picked Bono's good last time, yep. but I thought that he would finish a lot better than he did. I thought he would beat Amir Phil. I think I hit the try with that one. I was really scared that he was going to run. So <laughs> once he didn't beat Amir Felix in that one, um, I, I lost a little bit of faith in him, so I think being between two quicker horses will hurt him. So I'm going to go five, three, and one. All right, race number three. Race number four, uh, the payoff leg of the early pick four. We got a field of seven here for this trial and event. The morning line favorite is going to be Pitbull, who will stamp the, himself as a horse to watch with that very good day we win. It's Pitbull. Your pick on top. I think this is everybody's pick on yeah. top, if I'm this, correct. This, this might be the con the horse that sweeps the consensus. Let's see here. I have it right here. You have the night lines fresh off the presses. He's all across the board. Everybody's going for Pitbull. There you go. Oh, pretty. It's a uh, almost a consensus trifecta. Oh, that is almost true. everybody went. The exact horse also Pitbull, sweeps. Javelina Car uh, Cantina. And favorite chick, only George going favorite Lady Melania that's for gonna, third. That's going to be the separator in our in our head-to-head -head matchup. So, yeah, I'm going to go uh, with Pitbull on top. You know, just uh, looked good in the works. Came out, dueled, and just uh, really started to edge away nicely over Cataboy and needs no intro. Who, I think there's, uh, you know, jury's still out on that one for Mike Robbins. Yeah. Uh, you know, everybody was kind of high on him. Just hasn't panned out early in the year so far. But I think this is Pitbull's race to lose. Pitbull there, sharp, 1556, Valentin's Looks uh, very, very sharp. It looks like a horse that is going to improve there. Uh, was doing it well on his own in that very sharp win. For second, I'll go to Javelina Cantina, just like you are. Uh, I think we're all were very impressed with that second, sec good second, second time out. Yeah. Then came back and was just flat after breaking in at the start back there in the finals of the Ed Burke. So this one gets back here to this better start, uh, better spot. Uh, draws in between, draws outside the slow breaker, the five, and I think that that could benefit the six here, heavily in a cantina. And then for third, I'll go to favorite chick. Uh, you know, this one, lots of trouble on debut, but still managed to complete the superfecta in that field of eight as the betting favorite. Uh, based on the breeding, based on the 1240 workout, I think this one has plenty more to go by favorite cartel out of that good mare, Chick's Tell, who has been very good to Martha Well. So, I project improvement for the four, and I'll go three, six, four here in race number four. Yep, we got the same trifecta. That's no, it. Nothing more to talk That's about it. now. Very, very simple here in race number four. Race five, the beginning of the late pick four. This is a field of eight here. 
uh, set to post. Moynihan's favorite is going to be up for speed, who narrowly missed by a nose last time out. Is he the horse to be? I think so. I'm, I'm going with up for speed. Uh, this horse is well drawn in, uh, in between two horses. I don't think really have a shot here. Uh, broken at the start and just rallied nicely there, only lost by a nose to Lebowski, who we'll see later on and winning a nice time at 15.54. Willoughby and uh, Vinny Bednar seem to be uh, hitting on all cylinders right now. So uh, the post alone and the way this horse could finish, I think will relish 350 yards, and I like him here in the fifth. Up for speed there out of that mare, up for it, another one that we remember as well. 15.54, uh, very sharp. Finished about three quarters of a length in front of the third place finisher there in that event. The extra 50 yards based on the view should be no problem. Definitely looks like the horse to beat. For second, I'm going to Chalala favorite. Now that's Chalala, a, yes. That's like uh, just like a, a little bank account you like oh, to go that, to that, for the, that, the Chalala family, that, right? That family and, and the damn side, they're so, they're so <laughs> near. They're near to my heart, but they're near to my wallet. They've been good to me. Chalala favorite here uh, was a bet down to favoritism on debut. Expected to be good, but it was hard to load. Ran evenly there for third. I think uh, this one could improve as, uh, as as she races and gets a little bit more mature. But uh, the workouts and the breeding suggest she she could definitely step up with a big big effort. So I'm going to pick it for second, and then for two, we just talked about the same mare in race number four. Uh, fire by night by Chicksell by Walk Through Fire out of Chicksell by Walk Through Fire. Fourth on debut, Circle City. The winner came back to win, and this one had worked 12:30 before that debut run. Uh, I think Matt Fells definitely has a, a horse to improve and should like the extra 50 yards. I, I, I don't think she's going to be short at this distance. So 7, 4, and 2. Say a 7, 4, 2 here for me in race 5. Yeah, I'm going 7, 4, and then to the 1, Chris's favorite. Uh, this did horse you, finished. Did you pick this horse at all last time? I don't think I did. It was 19 to 1. Uh, somebody yeah. might have used this one, but it, because this horse Yeah, I was surprised at this one. Yeah, rings a bell. But, uh, you know, finished strong down there along the inside last time out. So uh, it was a surprise there at longer odds to old blue shirt. But the problem with this one, it still has a, a hard time breaking. Yes. Fifth, eighth, and fifth. Yeah, I figure this horse is going to be finishing. I picked it because it's drawn along the inside. So hopefully he can't get into too much trouble there. But he's definitely going to need more of an alert start on trial night. And uh, the best ever by far last time was from the rail. So that could bode well here for Chris. Chris is S favorite. I'll go seven four two. Seven four one. Race number six. Welcome Lakewood High School class of nineteen seventy nine. That was six years before we were born, Chris. Six years. You can go down and say hi to him. Maybe you can uh, take a picture, get, sign your autographs. You and the gentleman Chris Wade down there. <laughs> what a, what a show! What a show! <laughs> Welcome to the Lakewood High School High School class there. Uh, visiting us for race number six here at LaSalle. All right, field of eight. Very interesting trial based on what we've seen from a few of these runners. So, my question to you, Cartel just rocking. Are you going there? Going to the two. I thought this horse was a really good fourth in the kindergarten. Uh, got bumped at the start, uh, but finished well from the, yeah, the seven post out there. Yeah. And uh, before that, uh, we had seen before, it was just pulling Eddie out of the saddle. So, I mean, didn't run horrible uh, there in the kindergarten. I thought finished really well there, went 15.55. Uh, 
Uh, this is another one, uh, you know, favorite cartel out of feature, Mr. Jess Mare. Shouldn't have any problem with uh, 350 yards. Just hopefully it can get a clean start there down in the Bermuda Triangle of the two hole. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think, uh, I just think it's it's Eddie's race to lose here on Cartel Just Rock, and I, I don't think they'll be able to touch him. I do think he's, she is the most talented, but I'm worried about her start. She's had three races already. She's not the quickest out of the gate. She can finish. That is true. She can run as, she can for sure handle 350 no doubt but in three starts already and she's not the quickest out of the gate she can finish but i'm just a little bit worried so i'm going to pick her for second and hopefully by this time once race six floors along we saw a for speed crush already because if that happened that means lebowski will be looking good on paper yeah. uh, lebowski beat a for speed there in that event on june 7th by a nose uh dante zamudio ruben lozano good clock in 1554 I'm just thinking this one is going to take another big step forward. And then for third, I'll go to the to the one that the British suggest this one is going to like, uh, is going to improve with the distance and the experience. And I'm talking about the Ford Terrifier uh, by Walk Through Fire out of Terrific Energy. A couple of seconds to start the career, but she was finishing last time out. And I finished the nose in front of Hawks Font, and who we talked about uh, uh, earlier tonight. Mentor was the winner of that event. Mentor had a uh, very big shot of being one of the horses there to watch in the finals. Mm -hmm. But Terrifier there, 72 for Crystal Dale and Adriana Casio there, uh, should be rolling late. So three, two, and four for me here in race six. Yeah, we got the same uh, horses, just a little bit different order. I'm going two, going to the three, Lebowski, who I, I think should be able to break the four Terrifier, even though uh, the four horse will be looking to finish. I think uh, if Lebowski can can show that gate speed again and, tr and try and hold on. Uh, that could be detrimental to the four, who uh, is a little slower early, so that's why I'm gonna go two, three, four. All right, race number seven. There's two races left, you know what time it is. The late Daily Double. Not only Late Daily Double time, but Curtis, it is that time. Oh my gosh, who's it gonna be? And for this time, this time, one of the very few times. Go ahead. I have to stick with horses, despite him being the morning line favorite, I'll make an exception exception this time oh, around. So was you know I think it, before I would have said it was a one to nine <laughs> shot that this would have been your lock. So go ahead. Yes, up and at him from the rail. I made him the lock two times, and he's running into some, into some very good horses both times. Yeah, and it didn't help that last time out he drew the rail, and kind of hesitated a little bit out of the start. Uh, and I'm talking about up and at him, who draws the rail once again, but in that race. Determined one was coming in off of a daylight win, right? Uh, coming into La Salle yeah. and came back and, and, and ran gamely. Uh, Determined one maybe qualified as a seventh or eighth fastest, something like that. Yeah. I mean, up and Adam just literally missed the cut by a little bit for the Ed Burke million. Uh, but uh, remember, that was the night that, what did we have? Five qualifiers for one trial? Yeah, uh, trial number one carried five uh, qualifiers into the final. And, and that, that pretty much had everyone other than from races two and over uh, like against the ropes to qualify yeah it was very very tough up and at him for me i was impressed with that drill back in april i was you know i was content with that second uh because tel cartel has come back to run very very well but i thought this one had plenty more left in the tank in that debut mm -hmm. and i'm just banking that with a better start up and at him should be the winner here in race number seven the lock of the night yeah, uh, I'm with you. Uh, I think Up and Adam catches the softest field 
that he's faced yet. I think that's the key to that race. Uh, I like that he's drawn down along the inside there. He's familiar with it. Uh, last time he broke in, uh, and he wasn't embarrassed against Determined One. Before that, uh, ran against Tel Cartel, who's uh, won two in a row, came back to win. Uh, I just don't see anybody else. This is another one where uh, I'm not really scared of anybody in this field, so I think up and at him uh, gets a really good chance in the seventh. I'm going to go to the eight, Max My Bullets, a horse uh, we've talked about four times already, I yes. think, probably on the show here. Uh, and uh, every time I look for an excuse. You uh, liked this one last night, right? Oh, yeah. yeah you, you were, you were every over time. It. Yeah. Uh, ever since the works, I, I just I, I think this horse can finish, and it draws the outside here. But uh, before you just look at the comments, it, it, he got a little bit fractious there in the juvenile and weekend. Before that, he stumbled. Before that, bump break, and and he rallied. So I think drawing the outside give this horse another good look. And then I'm gonna go to the seventh. Come fourth here for Roberto Dominguez. Got fractious there in the gate, but still ran a really good race. Uh, led there and was just caught by Circle City, who's. Uh, uh, one two, I, I believe, came back to win. Mm -hmm. as it was one two for yes. Doc, and I mean that horse has been really been finishing strong. So uh, I think that flatters the form a little. That he was just caught in the end, uh, in the debut bump start and weakened there, and came back uh, in the race last time and just really uh, had a nice one. Maybe they should have uh, put a flipping halter here on come forth. That that could have helped. Maybe we'll see that next time uh, if he doesn't mind his gate manners. But hopefully that's the case and he can run a good one on Saturday. I'm going to go one, and then, uh, you know, the threats underneath could be the five kid around who's adding the flipping halter for the first time. This one won with the debut uh, with Speech to Spare in 1579, then came back, finished third there behind I'll Be Back in that common event. And last time out, bumped, lugged out, went evenly to finish fifth. I think the, the five could maybe get up to a better start with the flipping halter, and then the eight, Max My Bullets. I mean, we already talked about this one before. Uh, has got into a little bit of trouble on his own the last couple of starts, but I kind of like the the switch to the outside draw. And uh, Luis uh, Ramirez, this jockey, he's been doing pretty well. Yeah, uh, he was one of those. Uh, he was aboard one of those big prices that got me that that big pick four fresh off the layoff for me. Uh, and he's riding pretty well with the with the limited amounts he gets for E.G. and, and Jesus Nunez. So. I'm gonna go one five and eight. One five eight here, lock of the night, up and at him. One eight seven for me. Race number eight, the final trial of the night. This is where the connections are gonna be nervous because the bubble time will be shown and you will have to beat that bubble to get into the finals of the Governor's Cup Futurity. We got a field of eight, an old friend of ours here. Tell Cartel and Chiquitita's favorite drawn right next to each other, Curtis. Mm -hmm. Where did you go? This is definitely one. If you're sitting on the bubble, maybe, oh, if, you, oh, maybe yes. if you're even sitting seventh. Seventh, yes. I mean, you have four horses in here are looking good on the outside. Forgot the rose. Maybe the one uh, that that's the question mark in here. But I almost made this one my lock of the night, but it was just such a tough field. I couldn't do it. I'm going tell cartel. Ah, I'm going nice. to the six here for Matt Fails. That speaks well for up and at him. And remember Nomadic? He came back to be Nomadic. Nomadic came back and crushed it after that race as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, this horse has faced some decent horses so far, and he hasn't uh, disappointed here. He, he's broken second, so he, he's right in the mix there, which he's going to have to be because Chikatita's favorite to the inside is usually a rocket ship early on out of the gate. 
And this horse has just uh, proven that he can get better with the distance. Wins at 300, stretches out to 330, and now at 350. Uh, you know, this is another one out of that good mare. This is going to be the third Chicks Tell baby. I think third or fourth. Here, yeah. In trials, maybe, sure. maybe even four? It could be. Oh, I, think I've, I think we mentioned that name a lot. you got to love quarter horse I racing. I love it. But anyway, I mean, uh, this horse hasn't done anything wrong, but definitely gets the class test tonight. Uh, this is where we're going to find out what Tell Cartel is made of. He's uh, stepping up against Chikatita's favorite. Run for your life. Just ran 15.56 and forgot the Rose, who kind of disappointed last time out. We thought that she ran. That was a head scratchy performance. Yeah, we all pretty much had this horse to qualify in that yes. little pool we played. And uh, but here draws the outside, uh, draws a more favor uh, a favorable post when in the debut one by a length. So uh, we'll see what happens. I'm gonna go with the six. So I think Tell Cartel could post a minor upset over the five. Well, we I kind of wish you would have stayed with your initial gut feeling because forgot the rose was my lock of the night on debut. Mm -hmm. Can't believe I got three to one. Yeah. on this breeding. Full sister is a powerful favorite. Came back and won nicely. Then it was a head-scratching performance, right? I'm not going to give up. I like the outside draw. One more shot. I can't say no at 8-1. to one. She's going to be my top pick. For second, we talked about Tell Cartel. Sharp on debut. Came back and validated with a very good allowance win. Nomadic came back to win out of that event next time out. Very, very sharp. And then Chikatita's favorite, who... Uh, Pretty much gave Chayito Cartel everything he could handle on debut. Came back, won the trial, and then was bumped there in the finals to the kindergarten when finishing fifth as a heavy favorite. Uh, if this, if that kindergarten race was kind of ignored, this horse will be looking like a stand-up based on the first two starts. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm going to give this one the nod for third. But I wasn't aboard for the seven last time out. I don't want to be aboard tonight. He's a, this horse can beat me. I mean... Was was what was the big change? Blinkers off. Blinkers off was right? the change. And look, we have full siblings running the same race right next to each other. Now the this seven and the eight. This is one. Remember me, Rose. I know that there's four because the seven was the only one that sold at the Riodoso sale. Hundred thousand dollars. And then they had three sell at the Los Alamitos Equine sale, which was the eight. One of those was the eight for ninety five thousand. Yeah. So I mean, just with these, when you're looking at two hundred thousand, I think the other one sold for around fifty to sixty thousand. So you're looking at three hundred thousand just out of one mare, and you know four mm. in, a, in, a, in sales there. God, it must be nice. Because Doctor Steve Burns, the tip of the hat to you, man. Just, just cha-ching. Just with that, just with that one mare. That's all it takes. But yeah, I was really disappointed. I wasn't on Run for Your Life last time out. You know, I had liked him from the works, and I figured uh, that he would need some time. But I figured it'd be further on down the line when he went from three fifty back to three hundred. I didn't really like that move, but he broke. I mean, that was the only thing. They took the blinkers off, and his horse flew out of there. But I still am a little worried that him being drawn between the 6 and the 8, who are a little quicker at breaking, could really hurt that horse's chances. But I picked him for third. I'm going 6-5-7. Six, 6-5-7 five, seven. Six, five, seven for you, 8-6-5 for me. And you know what? I, that night I came up, I was like, man. I came up into the press box after the races like I usually do and you know, just uh, recap the races with you and Professor G. And, and Viva La Carla stops by as well. But I came up and I was like, can you believe that horse finally showed up? He's like, and Professor, I'm telling this to Professor G. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, they always love that horse. That was an easy horse to oh, have. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, 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 yeah. You could have told us the 12 to 1 that you like this horse. Do you believe him that, oh, yeah, yeah, this horse was easy. Yeah, you know, they. Oh, 
don't ever trust that guy in there. When you look through the window, I, I'm sure I can see his eyebrows going up and down right now. He likes, he'll say that he doesn't go and uh, get the inside information. But what do you think he's asking when he goes back there and he's getting quotes or he's going through the paddock? He knows, hey, hey, uh, Jose. Uh, Paul, who's your who's your best two-year-old here? Who who do you think is gonna do really good? Don't he 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 knows more than he lets on. Oh man, Christopher there and and the Rose and Tan Ranch have a run for your life there from post number seven. I'll go eight six five and race him right. Yeah, six five seven for me. Yeah, I'll, if you're looking for the super park, the horse, yeah, I'll add the seven just for four, just for yeah yeah yeah. Kind of <laughs> uh, but a long shot will probably give, I'll probably give you a wood figure the three as a long. Okay. Shot. Yeah, one I was kind of looking at uh, was was the two Starlet. Yeah, you know, kind of ran one of those uh, those steady effort races in the trials, won eighteen oh four. But you know, I thought with a, a little bit better break and maybe got a little confidence out there, can go a little bit faster. And like I said, it's a favorite cartel out of Chick Assist. You know, I'm mm-hmm. always uh, I'm always a uh, favorite to that breeding. So uh, I think maybe Vinny could pop that one and try to hang on for third or All something. All right, those are the trials for Saturday night at Los Alamitos, the Governor's Cup Futurity. Sunday night, a couple of trials for the Derby. Um, a full sibling to those two-year-olds, powerful favorite, is in those trials. Um, but let's switch gears. NBA free agency. What a year it has been. I mean, the drama, you can't script it any better. Yeah. I mean, this is unbelievable. I now, mean, we, we didn't think the West could get any any tougher <laughs> than what it was. We were all kind of discounting uh, the, the Thunder. And then, boom, what do they do? I mean, Westbrook swap for Chris Paul. Westbrook and, Jar- and James Harden get reunited in Houston. Chris Paul goes to Oklahoma City. He's probably dreaming of... Of big pick and rolls with uh, Stephen Adams, yeah. reunited with Gallo, uh, but I don't think the dust has settled. I think OKC might be looking to move Chris Paul. Yeah, I think uh, maybe they. You know, we talked about earlier how they had all these picks that are sucked up. I think just go into full rebuilding. I mode think so, and, and just take uh, take some picks for him. Let him move on to another team, but. Yeah, I was talking. Uh, I was talking to April, my wife, earlier. Yep. You know, and uh, she's not the biggest basketball <laughs> fan, but, but I just told her because she can still understand. She plays sports. Says, "How about that? You know, the Thunder. They draft Durant. They draft. I mean, the Westbrook. Big, that's the biggest what if. Harden, and Harden, you know, is playing backup to the to Durant and Westbrook. Here he goes out, and now Westbrook has to go to Harden's <laughs> team. I mean, what a what a role reversal it is for that. No, but that, that's got to be one of the biggest what-if scenarios. Like, what if they just kept them together? Yeah. I, uh, I it, mean, that's it was, insane. It was just too much. It was just, uh, too much money. You know, Harden, uh, he wanted to he, – he, he earned it. You know, he went out and, and he proved. But, I mean, when you look at it now, they drafted three MVPs. And it was crazy. And they had Surge. Exactly. They had Surge, too, right in there. Who was the other one in that big core? Perkins, Perkins was in that it was in that team as well. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, Perkins was in that mix was as it? well. Yeah, uh, but I was gonna mention like, how crazy is it that? Well, I seen an interview not too long ago that Carden said I was I never wanted to leave. I was happy being the the sixth guy off the pitch. Really? I thought I was gonna grow up with those guys and we're gonna win championships. Like he was never not happy. He they just I think the, the management at that point was like, we're gonna have to pay too much. Yeah. He's our sixth guy. Let's yeah. just trade him. Where the valley's hot, but I mean, it's they were just so young. I think they're all in the same age group. I think they're all, twi- they were all twenty two, twenty three, twenty four at that point. I think that's just the case that that happened. They think, oh well, he's not going to turn out to be 
Durant, and he's not yeah. going to turn out to be Westbrook. And then lo and behold, he goes away, and, and he just blossoms into the guy he is now. And I think at that point, the NBA game was still big man, so they're more worried about Ibaka and Perkins than guard play. Now it's all about guards and three-pointers yeah. and all that. So at that point, we're like, we already have two good guards in yeah. Westbrook and Durant. Uh, let's yeah. just get rid of Hart. Yeah, you're right. Uh, a lot of teams, they, they started going a little bit smaller there. And, I mean, Serge was... He, he was a beast back then. A blocker. Yeah. Sergio blocker. I, I mean, he was uh, he was phenomenal. So they probably just said, okay, he'll he'll go around and he'll just be a, like a good role player for uh, for another team. Well, I think I think the Rockets definitely got better. I think they, I think Westbrook and Harden will play better than Chris Paul and Harden. Yeah, you know, I was I was watching a, a show today and it, it kind of made me think. You know, as much as I don't like Chris Paul, it's no uh, <laughs> it, it's it's no secret here on the show, but. They were they took a healthy Golden State team up to the wire there. Yes, you know, and to think that you know, can they? I I love Westbrook, so well, I think two years they ago they get, took them. Two years ago they took them. Oh, I'm they, sorry, it was it was the the Trailblazers. Oh yeah, uh, Trailblazers uh, this year. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you think can they get better than that? I I, just, I don't know. I want to say yes because I love Westbrook, <laughs> and I know that you know. Harden and Chris Paul's games, they didn't really complement each no. other. You know, Harden's just, uh, you know, he's he's wanting to just ISO and Chris Paul's wanting to run with the team. So it's two conflicting styles, but Westbrook wants the ball in his hands as well. So. Westbrook is just going to go downhill like he usually does. Yeah. And if there's three guys down the lane trying to block him, he's going to kick it out. Just kick it out? Just kick it out. I mean, the, I'm sure uh, Harden will just be standing okay. right there. He doesn't like to move much. I think no. they, they said uh, that him and LeBron – Move uh, they uh, move the the least out of anybody in the league. I've never seen someone <laughs> that kind of looks like he moves in slow mo, and you know what he's gonna do. Yeah, still score so much. Yeah, I, like he, you kind when you see Harden play, you kind of see his moves. You can see him coming. Yeah, but yet he's able to get off his shots and still score. It's crazy when you're that deadly from three. Uh, you know, people have to they have to respect it, and so when he just takes a little dribble in yeah. and then steps back. They're already jumping, and then he could go in, and then he could throw just the reverse move the next time. So when you're that good, uh, you got people on their toes. You can put them in the popcorn machine there's really people easy. That, there's people that absolutely hate his style of play. Yeah. I mean, I love it because he's obviously, like, exploiting, exploiting it. Right? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> people are like, oh, that's not basketball. Yeah. Who cares? He's exploiting his skills. You know, if you, you when, can't beat me like this. And when you watch him uh, as an an Opposing team, yeah. like when you're a fan of the <laughs> Lakers, you're it. a fan of the Clippers. You you're like, it. this guy <laughs> is gonna just take a jab step and step back for three. Can you please guard it? But that's how good it is. These, you know, these guys are NBA players. They're fast. They could jump, and they still fall for all. And the then stuff. also when when he's like kind of stuttering, uh, step forwarding towards the lane, and he has a ball low, yeah, yeah. so that he can just race it and co- get called fouls. There's, yep. there's guys now guarding him with the hands behind his back. I saw that, I and saw it's that. Just, it's just so crazy. I think that was against the Lakers. Uh, they started that, I believe, because they were just, he was getting all these crazy yeah. fouls. <laughs> and so they just put him away. It was almost like a silent protest against the But he's so smart. He has a ball like low towards his like ankles, yeah. and then if he just feels like there's hands in front of him, He'll yep. raise it up, and that's foul. Yep, he uh, he can shoot the three, he can drive, and he can get to the line. I mean, that's that's deadly. The West is loaded. I mean, it is. The Jazz got Conley. Uh, Porzingis in Dallas with Luka. Yeah. Uh, now the Rockets are going to be more 
fast-paced. Uh, Clippers, Lakers, Blazers are still good. They're reloaded. Yeah. I mean... They're uh, talking about uh, the top uh, duos in the league. And where they... Where would, I'll ask you. Where would you rank... Okay, you got Kawhi and Paul George. Yeah. Then you got LeBron, Anthony Davis. You have Harden and Westbrook. Where where do you put that? What what order do you put those duos in? I mean, it's crazy because LeBron and AD they they have different styles, so that could be really good or really bad. Yeah. Uh, Kawhi and Paul George. I mean, just based on what they do on both sides of the court, that's the best duo. That that is the you know they they can both guard the perimeter yeah so well and I think they're the most versatile so check a, this. out of all of check them check this right the opponents on the Clippers they're coming down the floor and 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 whoever whoever's the guard or whoever you know imagine it's Harden he calls for a pick to get off Kawhi who rotates yeah Paul George yep gets another pick who rotates Patrick Beverly God I wish the Lakers would have <laughs> got Beverly. <laughs> We got Avery Bradley, solid defender too. Ex Clipper, uh, but you know Beverly's just just a thorn in everybody's side. That that was one uh, I wish we could have got. And then the Clippers got back J. Michael Green. That was a great get back, great get back. Yeah, you guys, uh, you definitely have the whole the whole cast. I think I think as far as death, the Clippers are loaded. Yeah, I think there's guys out of the rotation that deserve to be in the rotation. That's yeah. how deep the bench I think it is. Uh, you're probably gonna start. Zubak, and uh, and your shooter is gonna be Shamit. Then you get Kawhi and Paul George, and then Pat Beverly. Yeah, I mean, that's a great five. And then when they get tired, you want to give them a breather. Who comes in? Sweet Lou and Harold. <laughs> you get so, J. Michael oh, Green. Sweet Lou. <laughs> J. Michael Green there to to switch in. Who else can come in? Oh, the guy they got from the My, Miami Heat. He's a good wing, as well. I mean the 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 bench is loaded. I think yeah. it's gonna be. It's, it's gonna be good. The key for the Lakers, you know, their their bench isn't isn't the best. So, the key is uh, LeBron and and Anthony Davis. They they have to stay healthy. LeBron, even though he's getting older, I'm not as worried about as Anthony Davis because, uh, you know, he's a big man and uh, he's had some injuries in the past year. So I'll tell you. I'll me. tell you this about the Lakers. Once thing once they get into a little bit of a a five game losing streak, because you know it's coming. The locker room talk is gonna be a straight funk because you've got you've got you got of course the media around LeBron. Yes. Then you got Boogie in the mix. Yeah. You got Rondo. Boogie has been quiet though. Then you got Rondo in the mix. Who else is in that team that that's uh kind of follows the drama? Hmm. I I don't think McGee. You got old Javale, huh? but I don't I don't I don't know. I, he stays pretty quiet. I mean, but if. Let if Boogie really behaves himself, then it, I think it'll be a good successful season. Yeah, because he, I think he was a bargain. He what they got him for like two million or three million or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was like two point three or something like that. It, it, it was like pretty much the minimum that you could get. But I mean, he played when he uh, was coming out there off that injury for Golden State in the playoffs. I thought he played really good minutes. Yeah, and uh, he kind of bullied around anybody that that was on him. So oh, they got he looked Quinn good Cook. going into the next. They season. got Quinn Cook from Golden State. Oh, that's guy. right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I think uh, they added some good pieces. At first, not gonna lie, even though we got Anthony Davis, I was still pretty worried. <laughs> but then, you know, some people just think uh, Boogie's a, a a cancer to a team, you know. But I think he he played solid toward the end of the year. 
Uh, I really like Avery Bradley. I've always had ever since uh, his Celtics days there. So I think uh, we added some good defensive pieces to the puzzle. I can't wait. The, the, the season wasn't even over, and there was like already moves going off, uh, going off and behind the scenes. And then before you know it, Summer League is going on. The Summer League has gotten so much publicity in the last couple of years. I think now yeah. it's... It used to be an afterthought. Now people are actually looking forward to summer league games, which is crazy. Yeah, I, I don't think we'll ever see uh, another off season no. like this one. This it, was just ridiculous. Every day uh, there was people going, and all the big name guys were just switching around. But I can say that I'm pretty glad that there's not really any uh, any super teams out there. Oh, this is really. great. This is so, going to be great. So I think uh, even though some guys are pairing up, uh, it led to more balance around. Even though. The, you know, it's really stacked in the West. We we will say that. Even if I don't hear anything about the East, I don't even care at this point. I mean, the, the West is its own league right now. Yeah, I think uh, I I just think it's Giannis's uh, East way to the finals. There, I, I think as long as they improve, they should be in the finals. Do you think Chris Paul will play a game for the Thunder? Yes or no? I will say no. He's getting traded. I think he. I think who's uh, gonna pick him up? I think uh, the Thunder will do it, and or they will trade him. And I think he'll be vocal about like I want to yeah. go to here. I, I don't. Maybe the Knicks. Maybe the Knicks <laughs> can finally get a guy. But that or maybe he can join uh, old Butler down in down in Miami. I think that would I would see Chris Paul join the Miami vibe. Yeah. Okay. But also, what about a reunion? With his old friend Blake Griffin in Detroit. Oh my gosh! You want to try that? <laughs> how about, like how a, drama? How how big of a drama that would be? Did they get along toward the end? I don't remember. I I, I just know that there was definitely animosity there. Oh, that, okay. That team was too good to not make the NBA Finals in those years. Yeah, that's why I kept on professor. Like if you didn't uh, if you didn't make it with with uh, that team, Chris with, Paul, with Lob City, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, uh, JJ Redick, and then you had a rotation of. Matt Barnes had for a couple of years. Yep. Uh, Luke Balmute. That extra wing was always the the missing piece. But I mean, with those four in your core, I mean, yeah. it was it was just a failure that did not make it to the, at least it's the West Finals. Just kind of one of those things where uh, they ran up against uh, some tough teams there in the West, and and they just didn't go all the way. Man, NBA offseason is is crazy. <laughs> but let's see if I do because the Oak Thunder did get. Shy Alexander mm-hmm. from the Clippers in that big trade. He's a he was a very good point guard in in his rookie year here at the Clippers. I think Oklahoma would want to give him the minutes and then flip Chris, Chris Paul from for a lot of more picks. I, I think you uh, you get what you can for Chris Paul because because of his injuries. Yeah. Because what's his is his hamstring or his quad that he always. I think both. I, it's hamstring for the most part. It's like I always say like you can be as great as you want in the regular season but if you're not there in the postseason or, and if you're uh, ducking out then what good are you if you can't take them all the way. <laughs> and you just reminded me about us 34 year olds complaining about our ankles. You're complaining <laughs> oh, about your ankles. Oh god hip. yeah my hip's <laughs> killing me. I was telling Jose earlier I had to go to the chiropractor the first my wife you would go. You went to the chiropractor? And I said, I'm never going to that. You know what? Yeah. You know, I'm never letting a guy crack my <laughs> neck and, and you'll know, spin my head around. And I woke up the other day and it hurt so bad. I could really guy said, "All right, give Let's me the go. number." <laughs> oh, I, was, I tell you, I wake up something. I'm like, "Is it the bed or is it my, I'm just old? Am I not sleeping well, right?" Boom! I went. I went out. We got a new bed, but it's like, it's <laughs> is like you got uh, memory foam? 
Yes, I, I got, got the, memory foam as well. I got the memory foam, and I just tell everybody, I says, it's not the years, it's the miles. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. All right, guys, that's a, that's a little bit of a look into the trials for Saturday night. And looking forward to the, the wiener dogs around yes. the corner, Curtis, July 20th. What is this today? It's the 12th. Also next week. Yep. Wow. Yep, wiener dog night. Like we said on, on the last one, get her early because it's going to be packed. Uh, the stands get packed and... Yeah, you can also get down in front, and they'll be throwing T-shirts and some uh, other souvenir items away. Can't wait. Can't wait. One of the biggest nights. The biggest night in attendance at Los Alamitos by far. So, can't wait. So, I'll see you guys uh, next week. All right. Bye, everybody.